Welcome to AM Now, where we bring you the trending accounting matters we're following. I'm your host, Adam Olson, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Nicole Harger and Matt Fisser. Each bite-sized episode keeps you and your finance and accounting teams in the know. Join us each week as we unpack these issues, topics, and accounting matters now. You're listening to AM Now, an accounting matters podcast. I'm Adam Olson. And I'm Nicole Harger. We're kicking off this week, first touching on reminders for SCC registrants as it relates to their annual SAB 74 required disclosures. We'll move next to a couple sustainability regulatory updates with recent developments by FRAG on recent exposure draft releases, and we'll end with some eye-opening insights on the transposition process of the CSRD by EU member states. Yeah, so let's get started. This year, SCC registrants should expect a significant uptick in their Staff Accounting Bulletin 74, SAB 74 disclosures, due to the impending adoption of numerous accounting standards updates or ASUs by the FASB. As a reminder, SAB 74 mandates public companies to reveal the potential substantial impacts of accounting standards not yet implemented. As part of this, companies would generally disclose a brief description of the standard, the date adoption is required, and the date the company plans to adopt, if earlier, a discussion of the method of adoption, a discussion of the effect adoption is expected to have on the financial statements unless not known or reasonably estimable, and in that case, the statement must be made to that effect, and the potential effect of other significant matters the company believes may result from the adoption of the standard. For example, any technical violations of debt covenant agreements. The FASB's busy standard setting activities over the past couple of years has led to a series of new standards coming soon with 2024 and 2025 effective dates. Some of the more significant ones to impact registrants, notably ASU 2023-07, focusing on segment reporting, and ASU 2023-09, dedicated to enhancing income tax disclosures, are at the forefront. These disclosure-only standards, along with others, require meticulous assessment under SAB 74, as they are expected to materially influence companies' financial statements. The SEC has laid out explicit expectations for SAB 74 disclosures, emphasizing the need for comprehensive quantitative and qualitative insights. And this is particularly true for enhanced qualitative disclosures in cases where registrants cannot reasonably estimate the effects of adopting the new standards yet. We even saw this point emphasized by the SEC as recent as this past December at the 2023 AICPA and SEMA Conference on Current SEC and PCOB Developments, where SEC staff highlighted these disclosures should include a description of the effect of the accounting policies the company expects to apply if determined, and a comparison with the current accounting policies they have, and the company's progress in implementing the new standard and the significant implementation matters it still needs to address. As part of those comments by the SEC staff, they also highlighted that the SAB 74 disclosures should become more enhanced as the effective date for any upcoming accounting standard nears. In other words, these disclosures should become more transparent about where the company is in its implementation process, enabling financial statement users to evaluate what progress has been made towards implementation. Companies should also disclose known or reasonably estimable quantitative information about adopting a new standard, even if that information may differ upon full adoption at the effective date 
or even if it only impacts or is known for part of the business or operating segment and not for the financial statements as a whole. Good reminders there indeed. And for a full list of the upcoming ASUs that need to be considered for registrants, we encourage listeners to check out the FASB's recently issued ASUs on their website. Next up, we have some sustainability regulatory updates out of the EU, particularly as it relates to companies subject to the Corporate Sustainability Reporting Directive, or CSRD. Yeah, that's right. The European Financial Reporting Advisory Group, also known as EFRAG, which, as a reminder, has the primary purpose to serve the European public interest in both financial and sustainability reporting by developing and promoting European views in the field of corporate reporting, has initiated a public consultation on two exposure drafts for sustainability reporting standards. The first, ESRS LSME ED, is an exposure draft for small and medium-sized entities that are public interest entities, specifically those entities whose transferable securities are admitted to trading on a regulated market in the European Union, small and non-complex institutions, and captive insurers and reinsurers, together LSMEs. This exposure draft aims to establish reporting requirements that are both proportionate and pertinent to the size, complexity, capacities, and characteristics of LSMEs. The objective is to facilitate improved access to finance for LSMEs and prevent discrimination from financial market participants. By enabling the provision of standardized sustainability information, the LSME exposure draft is designed to support LSMEs in these endeavors. The standard comprises three overarching sections, general requirements, general disclosures, and policies, actions, and targets, and then three dedicated sections focusing on metrics, environmental, social, and business conduct. The second exposure draft, VSMEED, is a voluntary sustainability reporting standard for non-listed SMEs. The draft proposes a simple reporting tool to assist non-listed micro, small, and medium-sized enterprises, otherwise known as non-listed SMEs, in responding to requests for sustainability information that they receive from business counterparts, for example, banks, investors, or larger companies for which non-listed SMEs are suppliers, in an efficient and proportionate manner, as well as to facilitate their participation in the transition to a sustainable economy. Based on market acceptance, the VSME exposure draft is expected to standardize the current multiple ESG data requests, which represents, you know, frankly, a significant burden on non-listed SMEs by reducing the number of uncoordinated requests they receive. This is expected to support them in having better access to lenders, investors, and clients. The consultation period for both exposure drafts is open until May 21st of this year and invites stakeholders to provide feedback through online questionnaires. The consultation seeks feedback on various aspects, including proposed architecture, CSRD requirements, implementation, and market acceptance. Additionally, FRAG encourages participation in a field test, allowing stakeholders to contribute to shaping future requirements and gain insights into the new standards. The field test assesses feasibility, costs, challenges, benefits, and usefulness of disclosures with preparers and users invited to participate. The deadline to submit interest if you want to join the field test is coming up soon on January 31st. And our closing story for the week also relates to sustainability updates on CSRD. 
As we've talked about in the past, EU member states are currently in the busy process of transposing the CSRD into their own national law. This transposition process must be completed by member states no later than July 6th of this year. One eye-catching development we saw recently as part of this transposition process came out of France. Specifically, France, in a significant move, has already set a high benchmark by being the first member state to implement the CSRD on December 6, 2023. However, the French aren't taking compliance lightly. In fact, their approach to compliance for InScope companies includes substantial penalties for non-compliance, including fines that could reach up to 75,000 euros, and the prospect of five years imprisonment. This development is a wake-up call for C-suite executives, compliance teams, and legal departments, particularly those with operations in France. The French precedent underscores the seriousness of the directive with an emphasis on authentic, auditor-verified data over mere positive sustainability narratives. It's important to remember that while EU directives set minimum requirements, individual member states have the latitude to impose stricter measures and define their own penalties for non-compliance. As a reminder, for companies outside the EU, particularly in the US, it's crucial to note that the CSRD reach extends beyond European borders. Research indicates that around 10,000 non-EU companies, including 3,000 US firms, will fall under the directive's purview. While the reporting requirements for these non-EU companies are slated for a later start, the significant penalties demonstrated by France serve as a stark reminder of the importance of being prepared. As France and the other 26 EU member states move forward with transposing the CSRD into their national frameworks, multinational companies must carefully consider their approach to corporate sustainability reporting. The message for the new year is unequivocal. The time to act is now. The new reporting regime is not just on the horizon, it's at the doorstep, and it means serious business for those impacted. And that rounds us out for this week. For a deeper dive into what's trending in accounting and finance, check out our other podcast on the Accounting Matters feed on your preferred listening platform. Again, I'm Adam Olson. And I'm Nicole Harger. Thanks for listening to AM Now. We'll see you next week. This podcast is for general informational purposes only. Embark makes no representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of the information contained in the podcast series, and it should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors. Information discussed in our podcast may also be superseded by new guidance or as new interpretations emerge. Listeners are cautioned to carefully evaluate any relevant, subsequent, authoritative guidance issued.